When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello there, my name is Miles Jupp, cricket fan, and together with my co-host Mark Wood, actual cricket man, we invite you to listen to Middle Please Umpire, a new cricket podcast containing the two of us banging on and sounding off together about cricket and quite possibly all manner of other things, while lifting the lid on Mark's life as an international cricketer. And as if that wasn't enough, we shall be welcoming some great guests along the way and chatting to them about life on and off the playing field as they spill the beans, drop some truth bombs and see if they can withstand the scrutiny of our brutal interrogations. Middle Please Umpire is available right now from all your favourite podcast providers. to this week's episode of the Spurs show in association with William Hill, the official betting partner of Tottenham Hotspur, a packed show tonight. So much to talk about. Let's welcome our guests who are with us now. Firstly, uh, just under 200 appearances for Tottenham, 25 goals, uh, a regular on, on the, uh, on the show. Mickey Hazard returns. How are you, Mickey? Uh, very good. Thank you. And it's 31 goals. 31. I, I always get it wrong. I obviously missed six of them. Six goals I didn't see. That's probably why. There we are. Also uh, joining us tonight, management on the show many, many times. Uh, he's, he's, he's watched Spurs, we worked out, probably over about 1,300 times. Uh, 1,200, uh, TV writer, <laughs> Brian Leveson returns. How are you, Brian? I'm well, thank you, Mike. Nice to be here. Cool. And hopefully also joining us later uh, is Paul Miller. Uh, we're still uh, a few gremlins. We're still trying to get hold of him. Uh, but let's obviously tonight, we're going to look back at the draw at Selhurst Park, the win against Antwerp. We're going to look ahead to the massive game tomorrow night uh, at Anfield um, and also the, also a massive game on Sunday against Leicester. We'll talk about the Europa League draw as well. Uh, so much to cover. Let's uh, let's first look back. Uh, I mean, it's bizarre, Mickey, that three weeks on, we're still top. And, and probably like most Spurs fans, when we dropped the points at Crystal Palace, who knew that a couple of hours later, we'd still be top? That must mean a lot to uh, to the players. Yeah, of course it does. I mean, when you're at the top and you're looking down on everyone, it, 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 every game seems a little bit easier. Um, when you're at the bottom looking up at everyone, every game, every single game seems really tough. So, yeah, it means a lot to the players, means a lot to the fans. The fans get on a high. As you rightly say, we didn't expect it after drawing at Crystal Palace. It should have won comfortably, by the way. Their keeper had a worldie. And even though we sort of invited them forward second off, they got a lucky goal, number one. But number two, we had three. He pulled up, the keeper pulled up three or four unbelievable saves. Um, so that game should have been won, but who would have guessed Fulham um, deservedly getting a point of Liverpool and Incredible. potentially deserved the win. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, fantastic to be top, but it just shows the frailties of the league this season. And it is really um, anybody's, you, you know, because it, it, it's, 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 it's
played in front of a in, in a stadium whereby the West Stand was knocked down and being rebuilt. We had no fans all down the west side. It was the strangest feeling in the world. So can't imagine how these players are feeling in front of no fans. Mm. Um, so consequently, I feel the knock-on effect is that um, it's, it's, it's bringing up some of the most unbelievably shocking results you can imagine. No, you're um, right. but, it, it, but that looks good for us. It means that uh, this could be the year. It's got a one in the end of the year. We could just be the year where we actually um, turn the tide and start winning trophies again. What was interesting, Mickey, was that um, most Spurs fans watching the game, uh, and me included, were a little bit disappointed in the second half display. It kind of felt like we we weren't going at them. We only kind of started going at them once they'd equalised. But what was interesting, Mickey, was Jose, after the game, said, no, that's what I told them to do at half-time. But we didn't. And Pierre-Emile Holbio after the game said, we didn't make any big mistakes, but it was a culmination of little things we didn't do. What's it like in a game you know playing whereby the rep you know the manager says something at half time front foot let's get that second goal but it just doesn't work for the beginning of the game that must be a frustration yeah no i mean listen you've got to remember that you're playing against the top team as well they're in the premier league too uh, it's very difficult to control a game for the old 90 minutes first off i thought actually for the first 40 minutes we were superb playing yeah. brilliantly controlling the game and I thought that we could have gone in two or three up we didn't we went one up kept the opposition alive um, and in the second half it was almost like two different games um, in that they took control of the go- the game without playing well um, just that we couldn't sort of retain possession um, like we had in the first half uh, and maybe they didn't sit off as, uh, as much they, they sort of came at us because they were a goal down mm-hmm. uh, but then what what it showed is once they got their lucky goal and made it one all, we sort of stepped it up a gear and we could have had three or four goals in the last 10 minutes. Um, so it sort of showed to me that if we'd have carried on in the same vein as the first half, we well maybe could have won that game three or four. But ultimately, it's a good point. you know. Yes. And, and, and when you look at the results around us, um, nobody gained points on us. Um, and, and we can go to Liverpool um, with full confidence. So, yeah, tough game it was. Um, a game I felt we, we deserved to win and should have won. Um, but sometimes football doesn't give you everything that you deserve. And sometimes you have to be um, accept that, well, they're a top team as well. And, uh, and they've nicked the draw at home. So it was a good point under decent circumstances. Uh, and we're still top. So brilliant. Yeah, Brian, I mean, you know, you've been going slightly longer than I have, uh, another fellow long-suffering Spurs fan. <laughs> what is it about opposition goalkeepers having the game of their lives against it, us? The, the, I mean, off, on, on, the show, on the show last week, uh, we were, um, it was actually Martin Chiffers said on the show last week, he said, why does Eric Tarte take the free kicks? Why does he take the, keep going over the bar? And we all kind of agreed with Martin. And then Eric hit one, which was, incredible free kick up and over the wall incredible pace flying into the corner that was some save wasn't it Brian it it was a super save but if you remember Kane's goal you'd think have to think this is a dodgy keeper I mean he Mm. really thought that he he should have done better with with that shot I know he's he's gone into the 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 opposite corner to the one he was expecting but I I don't know should he have had should he have been expecting to go that way 
Mm. Um, I don't know why goalkeepers, or they always used to say that goalkeepers come good at Tottenham. Um, but I don't, I don't know that that's necessarily true. You know what, Brian? Go on. You know what, Brian? If it wasn't for goalkeepers playing against Tottenham, I'd have had 5,000 goals for Spurs. I think that's right. Yeah, I was there for all of them, Mickey. I I would attest to that. Exactly, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, but I think you're right, Mickey. I think hopefully, hopefully in the great scheme of things, it might be a good point rather than two points dropped. Um, And uh, very, very quickly, we, we obviously had this game against Antwerp few days before, just to remind people again, there's so many games at the moment, I kind of forget these games. We obviously beat Antwerp 2-0. Vinicius scored after the great Belfry kicked the rebound and Lacelso uh, finished well. We now face, I mean, it's not a bad draw in the last 32. I, You know, it's incredible how many European teams people still never heard of. When we... F- when we got Wolfsburg, I assumed it was Wolfsburg from the Bundesliga. It's not. It's Wolfsburg of the Austrian uh, League. It's Wolfsburg. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Wolfsburg. And I've had many Wolfsburg outside the West End on my high street. <laughs> Let's be honest. Um, and they are seventh in the Austrian League. To put it in perspective, Lask, who we obviously beat in the group stages, they're second. So uh, it's oh, wow. not a bad draw. <laughs> Two games in February. And also part of that draw, a lot of the sort of bigger teams seem to be playing each, each other. So hopefully that will be uh, a good draw. Talking about games, just very, very quickly, because it's just been announced. All our fixtures are effectively moved for January uh, due to uh, TV. So in case you don't know, our, our January schedule is now Saturday, January the 2nd, 12.30, Leeds at home, live on BT Sports, Sunday, January the 10th, away to Marine FA Cup third round, live on BBC One, Sunday, January the 17th, away to Sheffield United 2.15, live on Sky, then a bizarre one, Thursday, January the 28th, uh, Liverpool at home, I can't believe we're playing them, Uh, six weeks later, home to Liverpool, live on BT Sports, Uh, and then the weekend before, it's the FA Cup fourth round, um, 23rd, 24th, so no fixture announced just yet. And then the weirdest one, because it's the Thursday, January 28th game, we now face Brighton and Hove Albion away on Sunday 31st at January 2pm. And that's the only game in the whole of the Premier League in January that as yet does not have a TV company showing it live. So it could be a weird game where we're all trying to find some other illegal Kyrgyzstan feed. Um, <laughs> you know, do you want to meet local girls in your area <laughs> as you're watching all these bizarre streams? That's could happen. But again, I mean, you think about December being packed full of key games there's some big big games there and Liverpool being the one and obviously tomorrow night uh, Liverpool uh, as as we all know we have a wretched record there the first time we'd beaten there in our lifetimes um, and uh, we're going to talk about it now was obviously we hadn't won there since the Titanic went down in 1912 and then March 1985 Mickey Hazard hit one on the meat powered by Bruce Grobbler Garth Crooks came in. Let's listen to that goal right now. Falco, Crooks, and now Falco, but Kennedy was just there in time, but it comes for Hoddle. And now for, oh, a great save, and Crooks! Spurs go into the lead, and Garth Crooks is the scorer.
Mickey, what was your memories? You were, you were on the bench that day, weren't you? I was on the bench. I got brought on, and uh, obviously we'd never won there since the sinking of the Titanic. Um, and I, I've been there on numerous occasions. I remember going there when Glen Oddle scored a wonder goal. We went in at one nil at half time. Five minutes into the second half, we're free one down. They were a great, great side. And um, when we won that day, I, I came on and um, I hit a volley flying into the top corner and somehow Grobbler got to it and managed to parry it down. But Garth Crooks followed up and tapped it in. And sometimes I sit back and think, wow, if, I'd a, if, if it had gone in, I'd have been the one who broke that sort of uh, voodoo of... Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, but Garth yeah. Crooks got all the, the glory and goes down in history as being the first team to score the winning goal that, you know, could have been Mickey Hazard. You, you know? hit it well. It was kind of like history. a half volley, wasn't it? Edge of the box. You that really was actually a full-on well. volley because uh, yeah. Glenn, Glenn went up for Edder and edited it into my path and it was coming across me and I absolutely pewed it up perfectly timed um, and it just flew into the top corner and, and I was I was off celebrating the goal because from where I was it looked in all day long and then Grobbler somehow saved it uh, and we scored and the celebrations were out. I, listen when people say we're doing it's three points or you know, two points whatever it was in that day yeah. um, don't don't celebrate like you've won the FA Cup but when you haven't won somewhere for 70 odd years and it's been publicised everywhere for, for, for years Suddenly, you, you, you know, you, you've won and it's like absolutely incredible. Mm. Um, so um, yeah. the celebrations, we were going crazy and um, I almost felt felt like we'd raised the Titanic. That's how important <laughs> a victory it felt like because it, it, Liverpool were the best team in Europe in those yeah. days. And when you beat Liverpool, the confidence boost that you got from that was because you felt like, well, if we're capable of beating Liverpool, who are the best team in Europe, and had won the European Trophy Cup on numerous occasions, we were capable of beating anyone. And this Spurs team was capable of beating anyone, but unfortunately, over a 42-game season, it was very difficult to pip Liverpool because they were always, always there right at the death. Um, but it was a, a magical moment, um, one that I wished had gone into the top corner, um, yeah. But uh, just just to celebrate the victory and break that that run of 72, 73 years without a win mm. was amazing. I mean, the amazing thing, Brian, is since then, in the league anyway, we've only won three more times. Just to remind listeners out there, yeah. after that, we beat them 86-87, Clive Allen. Yeah. Uh, then it was the 93-94 season. We beat them 2-1, Teddy sharing on both goals. And the last time we won there was the 2000. 10-11 season under Harry Red that near the end of the season we beat them 2-0 with Raphael van der Vaart and Luka Modric obviously we remember the Wanyana goal Mickey yeah. mentioned the great Hoddle well, goal I remember the FA the FA Cup goal when um, Sheringham and Klinsman yeah, both and Klinsman the great Eric Edmund goal I mean we, oh, we've had some good games there goal. but we scored we scored some great goals there that's for sure yeah absolutely but I mean Brian I mean if you're ever going to play a top top team like Liverpool, obviously they've had uh, Van Dijk out, um, Gomez out, Matic was injured in the last game with a, a back spasm. He'll probably be back, but he not, might not be fully fit. If we're going to play I them, think there's never it's been a better time, time for us to face them, is there? Exactly. You exactly. Know? I mean, I, 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 I was going to ask Mickey if losing a player like Van Dijk, who's so commanding, in central central defence, if it can make that much difference to a to a top side, um, 
I, well, I think it's down to the mentality of, of the other players in the team. I mean, I remember, for instance, in the 84 UEFA Cup final, we lost Perryman, we lost Oddle, we lost Ardiles, we lost Crooks, we lost Clements. I mean, absolute stars of, of, of the 80s team. That's um, terrific. Uh, but if you approach it with the right mentality, uh, and don't get me wrong, losing such players is a massive loss. Uh, losing Van Dijk's a big loss to Liverpool, but ultimately it's an opportunity for someone to come in yeah. um, and show his worth and, and maybe uh, retain his place. So um, it's the mentality of the players around uh, the, 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 the the player who's lost his place through injury and, and the pl- mentality of the player that comes in to his place. Um, and if you approach it in the right way, things can carry on exactly the same. I never felt in the 84, despite we were with, without five or six uh, of our superstars, I never felt that we weren't going to win the game. I felt right. we were winning the game full stop. Um, yeah. So it, it's all about your mental the mindset. And, yeah, yeah, mm. you've got to have that mindset that you know we're, we're good enough to win without them. Me, 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 me. You know, because I think Mickey, only the I mean, most diehard. Like, sorry. Go sorry, on, sorry, but Mickey. I mean, if you were Jose, how do you think we should set up against Liverpool? Do you think we should set up a bit like we did at Old Trafford? Uh, or more like we set up at Stamford Bridge? How do you think he's going to set things up? Well, I think that, for me, you have to look at... So, or, or sometimes your position can dictate um, the way you set up um, or the way you start or, the, or, or even the way you play a game. But I think that as, as a manager or as players, you need to look at um, the, the, the strong areas of the opposition you're playing against uh, and... and and then to play to what you consider to be their weaknesses. And I think that their weakness at this moment is, is defensively. Uh, you can get out of them and look at Fulham in the first half. They could have had three or four goals with better finishing. Um, so if you get at them and put them under pressure, um, then I think that you, you get more reward than if the, any one of their players can score a goal. If you sit back and, and, and let them come at you, they've got good movement. They've got good players. They've got good creativity and, and they score goals. So if you sit back and allow them just to attack, now I'm not saying to go gung ho. What I'm saying is you can go there, but, um, and be solid, but you can still attack. Uh, and, and we, if, if we look at us, when we are at our very, very best, it's when we're putting the opposition under pressure. Um, and, and when I watch us, when we're at our best and, and we're really at it, we're pressing high up the pitch, we're attacking with pace and tempo and, and good movement. Then I, 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 when I'm watching us in them moments, I think this team's good enough to win the league. Oh. Um, sometimes when, I, when I'm sitting back, when we sit back and try to defend the lead, while I know we've improved vastly <laughs> at it and we can do it nowadays, I still feel... Um, a little bit on edge because I, I always feel as a goal could come out of anywhere. Um, so I'd rather us be on the front foot, um, attacking, but but with some solidity at the back. You know, don't go gung ho and willy nilly, but attack with common sense. Uh, you know, as we did. You know, people rave about Arsenal and how well Arsenal played at, at, at the New Stadium to last last week. I thought they were really poor. I thought that we we, we, we lulled them into a false sense of security. Uh, they left gaps. We exploited the gaps with pace, tempo, and quality. Scored two of the best goals you're ever likely to see this season. Mm. Uh, uh, and yet people raved about how well Arsenal played. What did they do? Pass the ball across the back four. Mm. Absolutely. I mean, well, look, let's. Uh, they never had one worthwhile chance. Yeah, well, look, let, let's quickly go to a break. When we come back, we're going to get your predictions of Liverpool game, Leicester. And then we're going to talk about Mickey's wonderful new uh, venture, Spurs Back after this break. 
just to remind you, um, we are in association with William Hill this season. They've given us some uh, wonderful enhanced odds for tomorrow's game. Kane to get the first goal. Uh, best odds guaranteed you're going to get six to one. Spurs to win at Anfield, 10 to three. Sun to score anytime, nine to five. Both teams to score, Spurs to win, a really good six to one. I personally bet pretty much every game I've bet Sun to score and Kane to score. And it's done very well for me so far this season. Sun to score nine to five, really, really good. Go to WilliamHill.com if you haven't already downloaded the app. Check out the website and the app for the all enhanced prices in the build-up to the kickoff. Very, very quickly, uh, let's finish up on Liverpool. Brian, your your score prediction for tomorrow night? I think we're going to beat them. Oh, I say. Yeah, I know. Wow. I think, Coming I think from it you, is a, that, that's I, extraordinary. No, I think, I think it is a good time. Listen, I'm the guy who, who at the beginning of the season put money on us to win the title. <laughs> yeah, I do it every season. Yeah, but, <laughs> I don't. But I, I do. I do think. I do think. I think we're capable of beating them two nil, or even two or two one, something like that. We don't. We have. We don't give up a lot of goals. True. True. Mickey, what do you reckon? What are your score predictions? I think that there's a very, very good chance if we get our tactics right uh, and there's a balance to attack and defence. I think that we can win two one. Well, okay. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll let me be the same voice here, and I'm going to go two two. There we go. Uh, which I, w- I, mean, I would take that actually. Yeah, yeah I, I think say, they, they all would. Yeah, and we, but we all take it. Looking, you know, that that's the team one who is second in the league, and then on Sunday afternoon at the Lane, sadly now under Tier Three, no fans can be there. We're playing the team that a third, who technically could be top by the time we play them uh, on Sunday. They they're. they're they're playing tomorrow night at home to Everton. We're playing Leicester City, who again, bizarrely, I don't think we've been playing that well this season, but getting results. Last season, you remember, we absolutely schmiced them 3-0 at home. It was like um, after the lockdown, we beat them quite easily. But again, they've obviously got players that can hurt us. How do you see that one going, Mickey? Well, I think that one, I think we're a better team than them. I think we've got better players than them, and that's not putting them down I think they've got good players and uh, and they're a decent team um, but I don't think come the end of the season they'll be right up there um, so I think that it's a game that we've got to look to win a game that we think we should be winning um, and I think that we will win lovely so you so you so you'll say you'll basically say Mickey six points in the next two games um, well given that when we played um Arsenal, Chelsea, Man City and Chelsea, uh, yeah, and Man City. City. I said we'd get nine points. Did you really? Wrong. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. wrong. I said, we got seven. I said seven. I said we get seven. I, I was right. I thought we'd get a short stamp. I, I thought we were going to get four. Really? Well, yeah. if wow. you were right, if you were right, mate, you should be saying we're going to win both games. Yeah. Well, no, that uh, a long-term listeners will know that will absolutely put the mockers on it. So it's best. It's best. Oh, it really well, is best. We're going to lose both. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and what, Brian, what do you think about Sunday's well, that, game? I think Leicester's dependence on Vardy is pretty enormous. Mm. And a lot de- and he's so clever at beating the offside trap. I mean, I think it's about how our back four play, how how they watch that line, you know? Yeah, but we'll I, I, deep, we? yeah I think we'll play deep, deep mm. anyway. <laughs> it's how we're in six, defense, six in defence now. Mm. Um, I, I think we'll win. I think we'll win. But, I mean, the bottom line, guys, Mickey, I mean, if after these games, after the Leicester game, if we are still then three points, even three points, 
uh, in touch of the top place. I mean, we were, I mean, we all would have taken that going into Christmas, wouldn't we? We're doing far, far better than I think most fans suspected so far this season. I think that when you look at the way we've performed at times this season, it's been quite sensational. You know, Manchester United away was just oh, incredible. Yeah. Manchester City at home, we sucked at them in and spat them out. And Arsenal at home, we sucked at them in and spat them out. Uh, and other games, we did what we had to do. Um, and what we what we appear to be doing is grinding out the results when we're not playing well. That's something that's not synonymous with first first teams throughout our history. Um, and certainly when I look back to my era, I thought we could have won the league two or three times, but somehow we never ground out the results when we weren't at our best. Uh, but this team is, um, and, and games when we maybe could lose in the past, but we're not, we're drawn and winning now. And that's what championship uh, league winning teams are all about. They win when they're not playing well, because you don't play well every week. Um, but this team's got something about them. You know, they've got a forward line that's just on fire. Harry's, Harry Kane, for me, at this moment in his life, is the best player in the world. And I, and I say yeah, that. Um, I agree with with that. Messi and Ronaldo slightly on the decline. Yeah. Um, Harry is looking the complete all-round centre-forward. He scores goals, he creates goals, he makes other people play, defends like a top-notch centre-back. You, know, you, you almost feel you could put him in any position on the pitch and he'd do a top, top job. Uh, Sonny, on the other hand, is, is very specific in his work. As brilliant as it is, he's, he's, a, he's an out-and-out goal scorer who can run at players, take people on, get in behind defences. Not mm. so good on the defensive side. But Harry, for me, is looking at the best best player in the world. But then from there, you go on and the team is looking solid. Holberg in midfield is... Mm. What a huge signing, difference. What a huge difference. Great. He's the one that... He nicks everything and he gels everything. He doesn't just, you know, he's not just a stopper who, who reads the game and intercepts and gives it to someone else. He actually can make the play. You guys um, would be uh, too young to remember Dave Mackay, but he reminds me very much of him. Does he really? Yeah. Brian? yeah. Really? Wow. Yeah. Like I mean, you're, everybody wants a, a, a destroyer in the midfield, don't you? Who could, but somebody who can play as well. Yeah, and that's, that's right. That's Holbier to, to a T. Wow, that's yeah, my he is, He's a super player. So um, I, I genuinely believe that we've got the the makeup um, and the ammunition to be a real force this season. And if you ask me now today, without putting the moppers on any, anything, do I think that this season is a season we can win the trophy? I, I have absolutely not a doubt in my mind that we can, um, because everything's in place. It's I've keeping players fit again, though, isn't it, Mickey? It's keeping, yeah, the, it's keeping Harry fit. It's keeping Sonny fit. It's the well, hang on, thing, hang on, though, Absolutely, Mike. but that agrees to everybody. Yeah. That, that applies to everybody. Everybody, uh, you know, if you take uh, the, the three forwards out of Liverpool, are they going to be score as many goals? If you take Rashford and uh, and Martial and, and um, a couple of the others uh, um, out of the Man United, out of, out of City, you, you know, look at them without Aguero and Jesus, they couldn't score a goal. So that applies to every team. It's always, it always, you you find that the league winning teams are the teams that have the least injuries. I think we are, I'd have to say, I think this is the strongest squad in my living memory. Wow. Yeah. I mean, if you think about somebody like Ndombele, who we're all raving about these days, um, and he gets injured or he can't have done fantastic playing, um, you know, Lo Celso is a more than adequate deputy for him. In fact, I prefer Los Elso in some ways. 
Yeah, no, no, look, you're absolutely and, right. You know, you look at Reglilon at left back. He's a revelation. He's a he's a role. The guy's oh, a revelation. A role, the, the guy's a Rolls Royce. Yeah, he really look, a revelation. Yeah. Let's move moving on because we're running out of time here. Just just to remind everyone for additional premium Spurs show content, including a daily Spurs news show in audio and visual versions, match reports, interview decks, players, go to Patreon dot com slash Spurs show uh, Spurs Australia have now launched uh, go and follow them on Twitter that's Spurs underscore AU they're the first official uh, um, supporters uh, club in Australia Spurs Australia go and check them out if you're we've got thousands of Aussie listeners here we know so go and check them out um, and um, obviously we talked about the games coming up now Mickey I wanted to talk about your new venture which I think when I read about it on your feed and Twitter. I think this is an absolutely wonderful idea, uh, an idea that, yes, you know, actually even with current lockdown and COVID, it, it kind of makes it even more important uh, for, 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 for those of you that want to give the perfect Tottenham gift. It's Spursagram. Mickey, talk, tell us about where the idea came from and what it is and how fans can uh, get involved. That was just a... By accident, really, talking to Graham Roberts, someone had uh, messaged them and, and 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 asked them to do something, um, uh, some company. And Robert said, "Why?" Um, he was chatting away to me about this offer that he'd had, and I said, "Listen, Robert, I said I don't think you should do it. I, I said it's it's not right. It's not good enough. I said what we should do is we should set up a some form of." business where we deliver shirts to people's front doors um, and, and it sort of grew from there and the, the, the idea was that uh, it's a once in a lifetime experience you get your favorite player of the past uh, bringing a shirt to your front door signing the shirt in with you pictures we video it we do all of that he comes in the house sits down with you for 45 minutes has a cup of coffee a sandwich whatever and sits and chats and banter and all that but but we've also expanded it we've expanded it to a signed shirt and a video message or a signed shirt and a zoom message so in other words we can link you into zoom and you can have a 20 25 minute off hour chat with your hero as well as get a signed shirt from him so we've got three levels of it the one is the personal delivery mm -hmm. the other one is uh, the signed shirt with a video message yeah. the other one is a signed shirt with a zoom message where you speak live for 20 minutes on zoom which as you say during coronavirus could be the yes. one to be used so um the you've got so many players is, involved mickey that's the beauty it's not you yeah, know the, you've, the you've moment, got some absolute legends who've said to you yeah i'm up for that Yes, we've got them. We've got about twenty players at the minute, and, really? and obviously more yeah. to come. Uh, we will be uh, increasing the amount of players over time that we will be getting. Um, obviously, we kept it to the twenty to start with to see how, how it goes. Um, and the website is not fully up to date yet. The Zoom, for instance, we haven't put on the website yet because we're just trying to get. Yeah. Everything clarified with all the players. You know, you've got to get 20 people say yes before you put it out there. Right. Um, and at the minute, we're sort of almost there. We've got the video message up on the website. We've got the shirt delivery on the. I mean, the ones that have been done so far uh, have been absolutely phenomenal. The 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 excitement, the joy on the person's play uh, face as they receive their shirt, because obviously most of them are from their children or from their. Yes. friend or whoever as a surprise and when they opened the door to the you know the first one we did was Clive Allen and the guy yes, was I just saw that absolutely 
Yeah. It was just unbelievable. <laughs> you know who it was at first? I have he was done. Shock. No, he saw Clive Allen's door and he, he was like, oh, yeah. takes the shirt. It's like, no, I'm, I'm Clive Allen. Like, yeah, like, and then no, we had one. With, it was unbelievable. Then we had one with Ozzy and um, Robo that went over to Edge. That was, that, that was a friend of mine. Uh, Mel, yeah, Mel, Mel, Melvin, Edge, yeah. Melvin. My friend Melvin. Uh, yeah, that's it, Mel. That's right. And, and it was absolutely amazing. And, and, and the great thing it. about this is it appeals to every age group because, for instance, on uh, unfortunately, we've just had to move the date. But on this Friday, we were supposed to be doing a guy in um, Leicester, right. but Cliff Jones, who's 84 oh, years of age. Good God. You know, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So Cliff Jones was still requested, you yeah. know. So it's great because you get requests for... And the joy on their faces is just absolutely phenomenal to see. Um, but so, what, what, what yeah. I love about it, Mickey, why I think it's such a great well, idea. Now, I know that you and many of the ex-players have been wonderfully supportive of the Spurs show over the years. And, we, we you know, we obviously, when we could, we could do live events. What I love about this is, is for people who can't... There's all these corporate events out there when things were up and running. A lot of them are very, very expensive for fans. You don't still get near the player. This is an opportunity for fans or, or, you know, relatives of fans to get, you know, yourself, Pat Jennings, Ozzy Ardiles, wow. Stevie P, yeah. ringing well, the doorbell. And I, can I also say the prices I don't think are outlandish. I think some of them are, are really, really competitive prices for what you're getting and the memory yes. that, that you'll that, never forget. They come to your Mike, house. I totally agree. I mean, yeah. I, I look back and I think to myself, wow, if I, when I was a kid, um, if my dad had brought Glen Oddle to my front door, I think I would have fainted. <laughs> so what you're getting is what you what you're getting is a once in a lifetime experience. You're getting a signed shirt as a as a memory of that experience with your hero. You're getting it all videoed. You're getting pictures taken and supplied. Um, the whole thing is just the most once in a lifetime experience of something that's surreal, something that you never ever, ever envisaged would ever happen. You know, of course you can meet them at the ground and get their autograph, but it's a fleeting moment. This is, he's yeah. going to sit and have a cup of tea with you in your house for a 45 minutes. If you, you know, can get you, me, Mickey, push... Mickey, if you can get me Paolo Tramazzani, oh, I'm, I'm transferring the money now. Paolo. Uh, Paolo got, Tramazzani. Listen, hang on, hang on. We have just got Paolo signed up. <laughs> <laughs> where do people go? What's the website? Where do people go to see all the players? Spursograms. Just type into the internet www.spursograms. Right. And then you go onto the website and you'll find at the moment there's two choices. There'll be a third choice coming up very, very soon. Yeah. Um, you go on there, you can pick your player. Um, often when you pick your player, for instance, like Ozzy Ardiles was picked to go to Edgeware, Mm. Rain Roberts went along with him. Yeah. So he got two for the price of one. Really? Amazing. Oh, it's lovely. It's I, such a I lovely a idea. Brilliant, brilliant idea. Such a Mickey. simple idea. Like the best idea is always the simple ideas. And this is a, a great idea. So go and check out uh, Spursogram. It's, uh, you know, if you know, especially now, if, you, if you're going because you because of lockdown you can't get a loved one a christmas present because you can't get out you're thinking well i'm not giving him slippers or bloody tie again or socks uh, you really want to push the boat out or club together with some other relatives this will be an ultimate thing in the new year you could get some of these legends knocking on the door of your you know father mother uncle grandfather whatever if they yeah. don't know they're coming oh got to be yeah, a, a mind blow expressions yeah, yeah. got to be brilliant the expressions 
it's a once in a lifetime experience, I think. And it's something that um, I wish someone had thought of when I was a young boy and my dad had yeah. brought Glen Oddle along to my doorstep. Oh, that would have blown me out of the water. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, well, look, that's that's we're, we're, we're sort of running over. Unfortunately, uh, Paul Miller couldn't join us. Uh, he hasn't messaged me back, so I think we'll have to get Paul on a, on a, on a ne- on another show next week. We've got TV producer Danny Fenton, Jay Pushkin, and the Guardian's John Crace uh, is back on the show. Yeah. Uh, Mickey, thank you so much, Brian. Thank no you so My much. Pleasure. Uh, let's hope hope Merry Christmas to you all Merry Christmas to you and to you let's hope next week week we're still top of the shop top of the league we will be thanks for listening everyone come on you you guys Spurs this is a playback media production get all the associated links for this podcast at spurshow.net Sports Social Podcast Network.